1: Is Jesse Moore and welcome to Icon Leadership Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Icon Leadership Podcast. Today on the show, we have a CEO and founder of Diamond Marquee Grill and Catering. Hello, Miss Elaine Lorraine Bradley. How are you doing today?
0: I am doing great. How are you?
1: Man, I am doing so good today. So tell me this uh, tell me uh, a little bit about your business.
0: Well, my business originated from. I always have to give God praise first, but my business originated from. I used to go out in this club all the time, and the owner of the club gave me an opportunity. He said, "Why don't you cook out here?" And I, that's where I started barbecuing out in out in front of Club Rags on Plank Road in Baton Rouge back in two thousand and three,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I started on the little small red top barbecue pit and. I moved up to the bigger one. Then I got one that I was able to pull behind my truck. And it was just amazing due to the fact of starting out Old Country Girl from Evergreen, Louisiana. And then just ended up pulling a barbecue pit to be able to get to where I'm at today through the chains and links of other people that I was connected to that saw something in me back then that I didn't see in myself.
1: Right. All it takes is one person, that one person to give you that start. Am I right?
0: Yeah, and you're right about that. You're hmm. so right about that.
1: So tell me about this Diamond marquee. You know, what inspired you to start, you know, this business and give it that particular name?
0: Well, that name actually originated. My son's name is Marquis. Ah. So I did want to name it Marquis. I always loved the color blue, and I've always said, when I get married, I will have the blue diamond. So I just started with just thinking about it. And so to collaborate something with my son's name and something that I love too, I just came up with diamond martini and I always love to cook on the barbecue pit. So I was grilling. Right. So that's what that part, I just felt, you know, Hey, God is laying on my heart to do something, you know, took from the heart to feed the soul. Right. And I put all my love in it and I want to just saturate for Right, right. Conversation
1: right. Okay, I got it. So tell me, what are some of the biggest challenges that you have faced as a, a small business owner?
0: Well, people thinking first and foremost that by your small business you won't be able to do the presentation or later. Bread like a major company would. Right. So I had to go through those challenges of proving myself with that because I was always confident in my food. Right. Because people always complimented me with it. And when I found that cooking gave me peace, I knew then it was led by God. Right. And I was able to just lay it out and I started showing myself for food and people just started coming to me oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. And it just launched out from there.
1: How do you differentiate your business from others, you know, that's in the market? Because, you know, there are a lot of, uh, you know, food truck industries out there. Then there's a lot of uh, grill, uh, restaurants. And so tell me, how do you differentiate your business from the rest of them?
0: Well, the way that I differentiate my business from everybody else's is that um, we make our own seasoning and our own barbecue sauce, and that gives us that extra kick because it's more personal mm. than using everybody else's brands. So, therefore, we bring it into more of I call it that connection of love, mm-hmm. and it gives people more personal conversation to have with you in reference to what you do, and by them watching you being able to prepare the food, you know, you're giving them step-by-step instructions, and it's just not so top-heavy to where the people, your clients feel more welcome.
1: Right. And it's more intimate. Good, I get that. So tell me about this sauce.
0: This sauce came about um, when I first started barbecuing and throughout the process of barbecuing. And Johnny, when he came into my life, um, he said, well, why don't you try this? You know, because I used a lot of the ingredients already that uh, he used as well. Mm -hmm. But when it came about, he said, well, why don't you try something different to give it a different tint and a different flavor? And one day him and I was just making it, and he said, try this. And when we tried that ingredient
2: Mm -hmm.
0: into the sauce, the sauce became, wow. I mean, the clients were like, oh, well, I just love this. I'm just, you know, it's just great. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I could never tell them what actually we were doing. I can't give, you can't give all the secrets out. Right, right.
1: <laughs> right, I get it.
0: So what we did was, you know, and for the longest, it never had a name. It only it was called Diamond Marquis Barbecue Sauce. So one day him and I was riding and we said, you know, we're going to come up with a name. And so we was just talking, him and I was just conversing, we was riding and just conversing about it and about it. And he said, I got it. And I say, What you got? And he said, I have the name and I said, Well what is it? He said, Let's call it honey hush. Hmm. And I said, Ooh, baby, that's the name And it just rung a bell. It did. It just rung a bell and that's what we're moving forward with with that name, Honey Hush Barbecue Sauce.
1: Well, good, man. That sounds wonderful. Shoot, man. Uh, we're going to have to order some of that.
0: <laughs> yes, I'd be more than glad to ship it and put it in the mail to you or either hand deliver it.
1: Well, tell me about this bag that you put it in.
0: Oh, you're talking about everybody called a burlap bag. But, you know, for me coming from the country. And me? I, that was a Kroger sack. That's a Kroger sack. A Kroger sack.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: they just they just made it small. Right. You know, but... Um, and I think it, it just gives it that more. It makes a statement from where I'm from, right? And you know, because yeah, I didn't carry a Kroger Sack on my back because my daddy was a sharecropper. So yeah, I picked right. cotton and all of that, right. and that's what we put that in. And so you know, and as things start to grow, I want to put something back over my roots.
1: Right, right. No, I and get so, it.
0: And and it's a good thing because everybody would look at a Kroger Sack as a bad thing, right? For me, it was a good thing because, you know, I picked it for my father.
1: Right, right.
0: And so now I'm able to put my products in it, and everybody loves it. They They're like, oh, we just love this bag. Right. And I'm excited about it, right. you know.
1: Yeah. Me and my friends used to pick pecans and put them in a uh, crocus So I know all about a crocus sack. <laughs> Shoot. So tell me uh, – how do you acquire new customers, you know, and, and retain the oh. ones that you have?
0: Mm-hmm. You're breaking up.
1: I'm sorry. I say, how do you acquire new customers, and how do you retain the ones that you have?
0: Well, the thing about that is uh, me, me acquiring new customers is my business have grown so much by word of mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: And me obtaining and keeping the clients that I already have, they know what they're getting. And I stay personal with them. Meaning when I say stay personal with them, I send them cards out for different holidays and just tell them I appreciate them. Mm -hmm. You know, and that allows them to come back to me. And if I decide to put something new or whatever, I'll go out and I'll let them sample what it is. You know, I'll do a special dish for them and just take it to them and let them sample it just to see. And so that allows the clients to come back to me.
2: Right.
1: Mm, that's very smart. <laughs> that's good. And
0: you know, you got to let people know that you appreciate them, not only when they're spending money with you, but appreciate you when you're not when they're not spending money with
1: you. Right. Right. But that's I think that's really crafty. You know, that you send them, uh, you come out with a new product, and you send them, uh, you know, a taste of the new product. That's good. You can't you can't beat that. That's great. Elaine, tell me, what is your plans for uh for growth or expansion in the in the future?
0: Um, plan for growth in the future is opening up a brick and mortar mm. and eventually having franchises. And it's gonna be called it won't be called Diamond Marquee, Grill and Catering, it'll be called Honey Hush, Sauces, Spices and Cookery.
1: Oh, okay, that sounds good.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, so that's the plan for the future and, you know, i broaden my horizons and it uh, from across the world. I'm not limiting myself right here to Louisiana. We're going to move forward and just branch out. Okay. Because I think everybody deserves everywhere to get a, a true taste of Louisiana barbecue and all the other specialties that we do. At Diamond Marquis. Grill and Perry.
1: Right. So tell me about skills. The most important skills or qualities for your business.
0: It's customer service communication. Mm. I always connect those two words together. Because in order to have good customer service, you got to have communication. And in order to be able to, you have to be able to communicate in order to have good customer service. You have to make the people feel welcome. That's the first and foremost, because you never know what someone has going on. And when they walk into your presence, whether it's in the restaurant or even the greeting over the phone, to make somebody feel welcome is an icebreaker. And then that brings along when they start eating or tasting your food, hey, that's more of a conversation piece to whatever they got going on. You can change the whole dynamic of it to make them feel welcome and that causes for a returning customer. I've experienced it. So that's why I'm so focused in on that. We have to be able to communicate with people to embrace them where they are so they can feel like, okay, that's a place I want to return to.
1: Right. Right. So what advice would you give, you know, to someone who's thinking of uh, starting their own business?
0: The advice I've always given people is that when you know in your heart and it's something that you love to do, not something you you like going to work, something you love to do, work is working, but to open your own business, it got to be something that you love to do and that's how you will be able to know this is the gift that God has given you. And you can go forward and stay focused. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do what you know in your heart God has placed for you to do. Right. So believe in yourself and you can always achieve what you want. you got to believe in yourself first because if you don't believe in yourself and so self-confidence of doing it, nobody else is going to believe in you. And push you forward to the next level where you need to be.
1: You you got to believe in yourself.
0: You have to believe in yourself.
1: Right. So tell me. So do you have people working with you, working for you? What what what's uh, uh, do you do everything? Tell me how do you do that?
0: I basically do everything myself. But when it comes down time to if it's a a larger number over three hundred people. I will call in, I will go to a staffing company or even to the culinary arts school mm-hmm. and bring in people to assist me in what I'm doing.
1: Okay, okay. So tell me about, so do you ever have to deal with a negative publicity?
0: Oh, yes, of course. And it's basically when somebody else is doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, no matter what I do, I can give you my recipe. It's not going to taste like yours. All right. It's always going to be something different. Because I know from my experience in dealing with food, whatever your energy is in the process of dealing with food, your energy goes into that food. Say, for instance, for example, if you are cooking a steak and you season that steak, if you are upset or angry, whatever you are, that's going to determine if that steak going to be tender or tough. Right. So that's how I always base it. That's why I always need to be calm in my place of peace, so I can pour the love into the food that I'm preparing for somebody else.
1: Wow, wow. You, you that that that's that's amazing because, you know, when you cook food with love, you can tell because it's 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 totally different than just throwing something, something on the plate. Old. Yeah.
0: It rocks your soul. It right. does. And right. everybody say, well, how do you know it? I think because you can tell by the expression on people's face. Right. You know, because I like to stand up and watch people. If I give them something to taste or whatever. Right. I watch their body language. I mean, you can say anything out your mouth. Right. Your body language is going to give the whole truth.
1: Right. Oh, Wow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. So what What motivates you to to keep going? I think I know this question just answer, but what motivates you to keep going?
0: I just a it, and I know it's a gift from God that He has placed in my life to do, and I just love it, and you know, and for me, yeah, I'd be happy with it but but for the most of it, well, not the most of all of it. I have so much joy when I'm doing it, and joy. For the moment, so i when mean, I tell you when I'm cooking, I am just so excited and elated about doing it. Not only for myself, but I know I'm pleasing somebody else, right? And I'm just grateful for it. I just love it,
1: right? Now, I know that by you doing that, I know you get stressed, stressed out sometimes when you, especially when you're cooking for three hundred people or, 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 or more. How do you manage the stress level, you know, being in the kitchen and worrying about, you know, getting things, you know, perfect?
0: Well, the thing about it is I always know that it's not going to be perfect, but I'm going to get as close to it as I can. And I even have to take breathing. And I haven't been in places to where, you know, okay, I'm getting crunched for time because something didn't come out right to what I think should have been better. I've even broke down and cried. But then I say, you know what? Hey, you gotta get it together. And then I take a deep breath, I go back to it, and then it's more peaceful. Right. I just you have to bag up from it. And then go back in it. Right. So that's what I do.
1: Right. Do you do anything to prevent you know, burnout? Do you take trips? Or what do you what do you do?
0: Oh, Relax a lot, um I tend to find different things I need to do. I mean, I'll go outside and cut grass just to relax to calm myself. I'll be and mainly I'll read my Bible most of all, mm-hmm. and then I'll either have conversation or I'll go sit down and buy some water. Wow. I take trips every now and then, but water is more common to me it re- it really really truly relaxes me. It's like it frees my mind because. The water just flows and waves are just constantly
1: going in and coming back, and it's just peaceful. Wow, that's good. That's good right there. So tell me about. So I, I hear you talking about you know God, you know, all the time. So tell me about you know. Uh, do you, when you come up with these dishes? Do you? When, I know you. I know you have to pray, and you just these these ideas just don't come out. Do you? Do you? You know, you pray and ask God to hey, give me a give me something different. Give me, you know, how does how does He lead you?
2: He leads
0: me because I do. I pray about it all the time. You know, because I'm always thinking of what new I can come up with yes. to let somebody try and see how it's gonna go. Right. And then I just get out there and, and I try it. I try it, you know, just to see, you know, God, if it's going to be right, I ain't going to burn it you because yeah. if he give it to me, I'm not going to burn it. <laughs> now, if he ain't give it to me and I'm thinking he didn't gave it to me, right, I'm going to mess it up.
2: Right. I get you. And
0: I'm going to know it's messed up. So, you know, and you know where that goes, to the trash.
1: Right. I ain't even let nobody try. It. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, so tell me, when did you know that you wanted to to open up a a grill? When did you think that you were, you know, just that good? I, you know, I, you know, because sometimes you know, it's one dish, one dish, and you be like, man, this is great. I need to put this that on the market. <laughs> that one, dish
0: when I was doing those, when I started doing those dated back grills in front of the club. And that's the only kind of ribs I'll cook. But if somebody wants something different, I'll cook them. Right. But the baby back ribs has taken me to where I'm at. Wow. And I'm excited about it. Um. And so I did that one night. And I actually, I cooked some art potatoes with, on the grill. Uh-huh. I smothered some art potatoes with shrimp and onions in it. And people started buying it. So I asked the customers out there. What y'all think I should name it? And they said swamp mash. Oh. And even with that, they would get the ribs and the swamp mash, and they would drizzle barbecue sauce on top of the potatoes.
1: Right. Oh wow. And,
0: And that just the more I cooked out there, the more people encouraged me. You can do this on a bigger level. Right. And that's when I started increasing the size of the barbecue pit. What I would make out there, I will put it back into the business.
1: Right. right. And
0: that's how I ended up to where I'm at today. Thanks to God first and Norman Farrell because he pushed me. He right. truly pushed me to a limit to where I thought I couldn't go.
1: Wow. So tell my, tell my audience the name of your restaurant, your, your catering company, and tell them where you're located.
0: The name of my catering company is Diamond Marquis Grilling Catering, founded in 2003, and I'm located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But I've also partnered with Honey Hush Salsa Spices and Catering, which is also located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can also reach me on Instagram at Diamond1Marquis, you can reach me on Facebook at Lorraine Bradley or either Diamond Marquis. And then you also can reach me by telephone 225 or email diamond one marquee at gmail.com or diamond one marquee at yahoo.com. All
1: right, we're well, great, everyone.
0: website is under construction.
1: Oh, wow. All instructions on the website. And if you want to order some of that Honey Hush sauce there, Man, you're, I, I think you that you're going to be uh, well delighted. So, uh, Elaine, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the iPod, Icon Leadership Podcast. I appreciate it so much. Thank
0: you so much for uh-huh. inviting me
1: you can find the show anywhere you get your podcast you can find us at roguemedianetwork.com or you can email us at iconleadership at gmail.com or our website which is iconleadership.org